Well, I'm glad to be home again. And uh, I often say that uh, uh, Open Church is uh, a home away from home. So this place is home for us as well. So we are, bl- we are glad to be back to this place, my wife and I, and we count it a joy to be part and parcel of what God is doing at Open Church. The Lord has laid upon my heart to share with us on a message that I've entitled, All Things Work Together for Our Good. Now, let me just begin by saying that uh, there will be uncooperative circumstances. There will be unpleasant situations happening or unfortunate things happening in our lives. But God is not taken by surprise. As God's people, we'll be able to go through those things. We'll be able to face them. Whether we are prayerful or not, whether we are mature or not, we will be able to face these uh, sometimes in our lives. They will be able to come our way. But do you know that uh, what happens most of the time is that we begin to see the devil out of every uncooperative and those circumstances. We see the devil and sometimes we engage into spiritual warfare. We want to bind, we want to loosen, we want to uh, have a breakthrough immediately because we see the devil at work. But uh, I believe that uh, some of those things, there may be a possible outworking of the divine hand to bring about good out of that particular situation you are going through. So in most cases, we do not anticipate an outworking hand of God to bring about good out of that particular situation. What happens in most cases, we begin to murmur, we begin to complain, we we are in despair, we are disappointed, we are frustrated. And in the process, we miss God intended good that could have come out of that unpleasant situation. Many people who give up on God. There are people that were supposed to be in the church today who are not in the church. They have given up on God. They have nothing to do with God. They are disappointed. They are frustrated because of what had happened. And yet God is a good God. He meant that good would come your way, but you missed that opportunity. But this morning, I do not know who I came to speak to. I don't know who I came to speak to. If you're the one there, I want you to get this message and get encouraged this morning. It doesn't matter what one is faced with as a man or a woman of God, unless we are not. God is and will be in absolute control to have all things work for your own good and for my own good. God is not taken by surprise. Sometimes he seems absent, but he's absolutely in control. He's absolutely in charge to be able to get good to come out of your situation. But the question will be, How can one receive the good out of an uncooperative circumstance and situation? But somebody may be thinking right here that what about if somebody made a mistake 
and is suffering the consequences of their mistake. But I want to tell you that even in that case, when we actually miss it in life, there is something wrong or some situation that has befallen us as a result of us having missed God or having failed. But let me tell you, we also learn out of our mistake. You are going, God will turn it out for good, and God is going to bless you. So I believe that the only way we are going to receive the good out of what we are going through or what situation we are in would be, the first thing would be we need to maintain a positive attitude. In most cases, we become negative. Everything that happens to us, we are just negative about it. I want to draw your attention to the reading of the, God, of the word of God. If we can turn uh, our Bibles to First uh, Samuel chapter 9, verse 3. The Bible has to say, And now the donkeys belonging to Saul's father, Kish, were lost. And Kish said to his son, Saul, Take one of the servants with you and go and look for the donkeys. I believe that that scripture is quite clear. Saul is faced with twofold or two seemingly unpleasant turn of event. He was a good young man. He was handsome. And then the Bible says, and now the donkeys had gone missing. So these two things are, the first thing is that the loss of his father's donkeys. And don't tell me that that was pleasant. They understood the use of a donkey at that particular time. It was very important. But the father lost that. And Saul would have been the heir to the throne or to the properties of the father. So he, it was also his donkey that went missing. So he was faced with that particular crisis. And the father, instead of choosing the servants to go, the father says what? Saul, you are the leader. You are going to go with the servant to be able to go and look for those donkeys. But how, how pleasant was that? This was an unpleasant situation. This was a crisis. And then for your own information, let me say that at that particular point, this was not the job of the sons in the house. It was the job of the servants to be able to do it. But in this particular case, the servant, I mean Saul, was to be part of the team that was going to go and look for those uh, donkeys, that, the donkeys that went missing. But I want us to look at, we are talking about maintaining a positive attitude. There was a crisis here. But Saul's response is what is very important here. Number one, this guy was not critical. He was not critical of the father's decision. And he maintained a positive attitude and was not critical about it. He obeyed. He did not uh, quarrel with the father. He knew the servant was supposed to go, but this time it was him to go with the servant. But even in that particular situation, he obeyed. That's what we read out of that particular scripture. He obeyed and went. But do you know, to go ahead of myself, I want to say he did not know that good was going to come out of that crisis. He did not know what the outcome would be. He did not know that his destiny, he was on a pathway to his destiny. But he did not know about that. But he only first 
with this uncooperative uh, circumstance in this crisis. Here is where most people miss it and blow their chance to see God come through for them. Many people don't have testimonies today because during the time test came their way, they became negative, they, beca- they began to murmur, they began to complain, they began to speak all sorts of things and would not stay calm, maintaining a pot- positive attitude even out of that particular situation they are faced with. And set t- testimonies who were, which were supposed to have been given will not be given because people gave up on God. People went away frustrated. And I want to get an illustration out of scripture still. I want to make reference to the man named Joseph. Here we have another father sending his son to go and bring food to the other other children or to the other sons. But when he goes there, if you read that, you're going to read it on your own in Genesis chapter 37, verse 23 to verse 28. Joseph sent by his father. But he obeyed and went to see his, 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 his brothers and brought them food. But the turnout, was it pleasant? The turnout was unpleasant. He arrives there and his life was threatened. He was thrown in the pit, picked up from the pit, and was sold as a slave. Now, I want, to look, I want you to look at this man also. I believe that he also maintained a positive attitude. He never insulted or did resist his brothers. The Bible does not say that, oh, well, uh, well, he began to kick and he began to resist them and began to call them names and insult them and do whatever. But, uh, well, I picture in my mind, the guy was being handcuffed taken away and was looking back at his brothers but went away as a slave, sold by his own brothers. And this was not a pleasant circumstance. This was not a pleasant situation. But he maintained a positive attitude. I don't know what we do. What do we do when we are faced with negative attitude? Many Christians are weak. Many Christians are wounded. Come on. When you are faced with an uncooperative circumstance, you are faced with a difficult situation, maintain a positive attitude. God is in control. God is not not really taken unaware. He does not say, oh, look at what has happened. Oh, no, no, I, I did not know. God knows all things. And all things will work together for your good. Good will come out of that particular situation. Just maintain a positive attitude. God is in control. It is not just enough for us to be able to maintain a positive attitude. We need also to seek the first of the Lord. That's point number two. We need to seek the first of the Lord. We need to go to the Lord. Instead of giving up, we need to go to the Lord and seek the first of the Lord. If you go to uh, verse 6, Verse 5 and 6. Now, when they reached the district of Zaph, Saul said to the servants who was with him, Come, let's go back, or my father will stop thinking about the donkeys and start worrying about us. But the servant replied, Look, in this town 
there is a man of God. He is highly respected and everything he says comes true. Let's go there. Now, perhaps he will tell us what way to take. Look at what happened here. First of all, I believe like everybody else, Saul was giving up the search. He did not want to continue the search. He was not continuing with that particular search. But I thank God for the servant. The servant said, hey, we need to turn to the Lord. He says what? He says, look, in this town, there is a man of God. He is highly respected. And everything he says come true. Let's go there now. Perhaps he will tell us which way to take. Because of the servant, then Saul was to agree to go seek the man of God. Once again here, I want to open a bracket and say, it's not all about the man of God. It's all about the God of the man. So in most cases, we want to beat our breast and boast about it. It's not all about us. It was not all about Samuel. It was about the God of Samuel. So let's go seek the man of God. And he's going to help us which way to take for us to be able to recover the donkeys that went missing. So, in this particular case, I draw insight out of this to say, no matter what we are first with, God expects us to go to him. God expects us to seek his face. So he went there, to, they went there to be able to seek the face of God. Like Saul, as I said earlier on, like Saul, we quickly give up. Do not give up. I say again, do not give up. The Lord is in absolute control. And good will come out of that situation. So your answer might be just a prayer away. The way probably was going to be revealed. But they needed just to seek the man of God. So now in this particular case, if uh, I take you back to the story of Joseph, I would like to illustrate a point here as well. Of course, we do not see in Genesis 39, verse 2 to 3, we are not going to read that. You can read that on your own. We see that in there, although there is no indication that Joseph ever turned to seek the first of the Lord, but there is a recurring statement, and the Lord was with Joseph, and the Lord was with Joseph, and the Lord was with Joseph. Let me tell you, you are not alone in that situation that you are faced with. You are not alone. The Lord is with you. The Lord is an ever-present help in time of need. Where you are, God is there watching you and willing to come through for you and to turn things around and to make good come out of that particular situation. But we need to seek the Lord. And when we seek the Lord, we'll be able to, re to receive what God has for us. I know that here, in most cases, we quickly cry, we quickly mourn, we quickly complain. But God is calling us to a place where we seek the first of the Lord. You can pray. You can go before the Lord and seek the first of the Lord. And the Lord will be able to come through and turn your situation around. Hallelujah. So we see here that God 
was able to intervene in that particular situation. Now, we say that uh, seeking the Lord here will not be the only thing. But we need also to believe. We need to believe. That is point number three. We need to believe that good will come out of that particular situation. Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 15 to 17. Good will come out of that particular situation. Our God is a God who knows the end from the beginning. He, his thoughts, his thoughts are good thoughts, according to Jeremiah 29. He has good thoughts for us, not for, for evil, but for good, to give us hope and to give us an expected end. He knows all things. But we need to believe that God will be able to come through and cause, those un, un, uh, cause good to come out of those uncooperative or unpleasant situations. We need to believe God. And here I would like to remember the story of Peter. You know, Peter was jailed. He was in prison. And as he was in prison there, the church was united in fervent prayer. They were praying and praying and praying. What they were praying about was the release of Peter. And they were praying and they were praying. But then eventually, as they were praying there, there was a, a lady, a young lady, that actually looked through and saw Peter was standing at the door. Then she quickly ran to them and told them, Hey, God has answered our prayer. Peter is right now standing at the door. And what did they say? I said, that is his ghost. And that does not imply that they were praying in faith. And probably they were praying out of fear. And we are also there. We can actually seek the face of the Lord, but there is unbelief and doubt in our hearts. And when there is doubt and unbelief in our heart, we will not receive anything. There we actually are bound to miss whatever God has for us. And Kenneth Hagin said, if God is limited, he's only limited by his own people. Do not stand in the way of God. God is there ready for you. When you go through the fire, he will be there. When you go through the waters, he will be there. Come on, he's not away, but he's there with you. To be able to bring good out of that particular situation. Once again, I would like to say, good will come out of your situation. I came to prophesy to somebody today. To say that good will come out of your situation. When God has been dealing with us, my wife and I, now when we see something is difficult, what do we do? We go before the Lord and celebrate the Lord. We say, God, we thank you because good is going to come out of this situation. I don't know which situation you are going, with, you are going through. But God is saying, he's going to come through for you. That thing will not break you down. You are going to break through and you are going to see God come through in your situation. So all you need to do is to seek the first of God. Hallelujah. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, let me uh, get this scripture here. I may not probably have it there. Um, now, the day before Saul came, now the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed this to Samuel. Oh, we have it there. Now the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed this to Samuel. What was the revelation? 
he was, Saul was, was not there. The servant was not there. But God, who knows the end from the beginning, God who knows all things, revealed already something to Saul. Come on. Are we together there? He revealed something to God. About this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin. Anoint him, ruler over my people Israel. He will deliver them from the hand of the Philistine. I have looked on my people, for their cry has reached me. When Saul caught sight of Saul, the Lord said to him, This is the man I spoke to you about. He will govern my people. Now, I want us to remain right there. About this time tomorrow, God is a God who knows tomorrow. He knows everything about tomorrow. So he's not caught unaware. So he says, I will send. But come on, let's reflect together. What kind of sending was this? Oh, come on. At that particular point, it was not clear God was sending Saul to go on his way to his destiny. Come on. Are we together there? It was not clear at that particular point. Therefore, be careful. You may actually be set on your way to your destiny. Don't miss the opportunity. So, he says that I will send you a man from Benjamin. I will send. Hey, hey, hey. What kind of sending was this? It was a crisis, wasn't it? They lost, the father lost the donkeys. Come on. Come on, come on. Are you getting here, somebody? So, and then it says, anoint him, ruler over people Israel. And the soul did not know. Thank God he obeyed. Sometimes because of our disobedience, we miss the good that God has for us. Set your heart to obey the Lord, to follow his instruction. When you seek him, believe that God will be able to come through. And bring the good out of that particular situation. Look at what started as a, as a crisis here. Anoint him, ruler of my people. He will deliver them from the hand of the Philistine. Great destiny. Great destiny. Great assignment that was lying ahead of him. So, then it says, I have looked on, them, on my people. For their cry has reached me. Then Samuel caught the sight of Saul, when Samuel caught the sight of Saul, the Lord said to him, this is the man I spoke to you about. He will govern my people. Don't you think that Saul could have missed it if he said, dad, dad, you have so many servants, why don't you send the servants? There are times you can actually be sent out, maybe on a church assignment. You're given a task to do, and they just say, what? No, I'm not going. Oh, we, this one can go. That one can go. You receive, and yet God has a purpose for that. So now here, his destiny was revealed. Now, if you go to the story of Joseph that I've been making reference about, Joseph went through a tough time. He went through a tough time. He was sold as a slave. And he went in the house of Potiphar. And in the house of Potiphar, what happened? He was falsely accused of attempted rape over the wife of Potiphar. And then he was actually sent to jail. 
this man, even when he's falsely accused, how many of us would have acted like, like, like Joseph? Joseph did not say, oh, my boss, this is not true. You know this is not true. I cannot do such a thing. How can I do such a thing? Your wife is telling a lie. But he kept quiet. And he was arrested, probably handcuffed and taken away. He looked back and looked at the wife of Potiphar. He looked at Potiphar. He went his way to prison. My goodness. How pleasant was that situation? And he's in prison. You know, he stayed there in prison. He tried to pick up broken pieces and began to minister to people, interpreting the dreams and stuff like that. And he actually said, hey, when you go, remember me. And he was forgotten. He was right there. Come on. Is somebody getting what the Lord is saying to us this morning? So he was right there in that particular prison. Until that day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That day when he, he the, the, the man that was in prison with him and spoke to the king and says this particular situation is no match to this man. This man can actually be able to come and interpret that particular dream. Hello, are we together there? Are we together there? So he's going to interpret that particular dream. Hey, interpret that particular dream. Who is that man? Where is that man? And oh, that man happened to be in the remand prison or must be in, the, in prison. Oh, he's in prison. And he was sent for his release. He was sent for his release. Come on, are you getting the point here? So this man was released, and guess what? He became the second in command in Egypt. Hallelujah. But what started, I want you to be able to get this. Saul's story starts with a crisis, but ends with the revelation of his destiny. Come on, come on. It starts with a crisis, but ends with the revelation of his destiny. Joseph's story starts with a crisis and ends with a revelation of his destiny. Hallelujah. Because from there, he went and then became the second in command in Egypt. How are we going to get good out of our uncooperative circumstances? How are we going to get good out of them? I want to remind you, it is important. Number one, we said, you need to do what? Come on. Maintain a positive attitude. You need to maintain a positive attitude. No matter what, maintain a positive attitude. Because you are a child of God, you have to maintain a positive attitude. Number two, learn to seek the face of God. Because sometimes it can be confusing in that particular situation in which you are. It is very confusing. And if it is confusing, you remain in your confusion. Seek the face of God. Because God may know, no, no, not may, God knows the way out of that particular situation. Hallelujah. And then, you need to believe that good will come out of that particular situation. Because if you don't believe, you miss it. Without faith, it is impossible to please you. So God will be able to come through for you. Good 
will come out of that particular situation. 